Well, joining us now, a very special guest, Dr. Soumya Swaminathan, who is with the World Health Organization as a principal scientist looking uh, at, at everything about, um, you know, the science and the research which emerged uh, out of COVID. Thank you, ma'am, very much for being with us. You've had a look at this report. Uh, the CMC report indicates that Indians are impacted more by long COVID than people in different parts of the world. Why is this the case? Well, uh, firstly, just uh, a little bit about the study um, that you referred to. It was done at the Christian Medical College. Um, uh, it was a follow-up of people who were uh, admitted during the first wave of COVID. And the median time that had elapsed between their discharge and when they were studied was about, I think, 65 days or so. So it was quite soon after recovery. It was about two to three months after recovery. And it was a one-time assessment. And basically what it showed is that uh, the diffusion capacity of the lung was significantly uh, impaired. I mean, it was abnormal in about 45% of people, uh, which means that certainly their lungs had been damaged. Uh, but th there hasn't been a longer-term follow-up uh, of these people. Uh, most of the studies of long COVID, you know, have... Uh, followed people out over six months, 12 months, and even longer than that to really know how many people are uh, continue to suffer from, uh, from uh, the uh, long-term after effects or sequela. So it's clear that there is a, a percentage of people, mm -hmm. say around 10%, 10 to 20% in, in various studies. So it's very hard to compare what they've done in two months with other studies that have looked at different, uh, over different periods of time. But having said that, I think the one thing that uh, is true is that uh, Indians have a very high rate of comorbidities. And I think even in their study, something like 70% of people had comorbidities. And we know that that's associated with uh, more severe illness, but it's also probably contributing, you know, to a higher probability of having these uh, long-term respiratory uh, problems. So that could be part of the reason, but I think we need much more data on long COVID from India before we can um, uh, conclude that Indians have a higher, you know, prevalence of long COVID than, than other populations. 44% of patients show adverse impact of lung functioning per this uh, report. How do comorbidities also impact the lungs? Yes, I mean, there are some comorbidities that can certainly affect lung function. I mean, diabetes has, you know, widespread um, impacts on the microvasculature on the small blood vessels. But the other major comorbidity could be, and I think we'll have to look into more details into the patient profile, could be uh, smoking for one and people exposed to other uh, pollutants, you know, whether it's indoor household air pollution because of biomass being used for cooking or whether it is air pollution externally, which many of us are exposed to now. And, um, you know, those could all be contributing to uh, the underlying respiratory issues that could have been uh, exacerbated by COVID. So I think in general, that comorbidities do contribute to having various kinds of post-COVID syndromes, including respiratory problems. And ma'am, statistically, what is data from other international surveys showing on the impact of, uh, of long COVID? So some of the risk factors for long COVID, of course, are having very severe disease initially. Though overall, if you look at numbers, the numbers of people who have long COVID come more from the mild group because many more millions of people had mild rather than severe COVID. So in terms of proportion, many more people from mild COVID have 
have the post-COVID syndrome. Then if you've had repeated infections, more chances of having uh, these symptoms. If you've not been vaccinated, more chances of having symptoms. And in some studies, poverty has been associated also with a higher uh, proportion. Perhaps they attributed to the fact that there was those people did not have enough time to take rest and maybe they didn't get adequate care also. The use of antivirals like Paxlovid at the time of having COVID is associated with a lower uh, frequency of having uh, long COVID. In terms of what lies behind this, what's the pathology, there are still many hypotheses or theories around. None of them have been conclusively proved. Some suggest that there's persistent virus maybe in the gut, and so a bit of antigen keeps you know, getting released into the blood. Some studies suggest it's an autoimmune phenomenon, that there are autoantibodies that get generated, especially in people who don't have a good initial immune response to the uh, infection. And others have suggested that there, there are other inflammatory pathways which get activated. But clearly, COVID is associated with inflammation uh, that causes a lot of the acute damage, and potentially it could cause some of this long-term damage as well. Practically every organ in the uh, body has been found to be affected. So COVID wasn't just a respiratory virus, but it had these effects on the cardiovascular system. So we've seen this increasing risk of heart attacks in people who recovered from COVID. It causes more diabetes compared to people who have not had COVID. Neurological problems, you know, they've found a higher incidence of not only depression and anxiety, but also some cognitive impairment, kidney problems, um, and then this chronic fatigue syndrome, which of course has been reported previously, you know, after other viral infections, and we still, scientists still don't know what causes that chronic fatigue syndrome. As far as treatment, there are some clinical trials going on, but because we don't know the exact uh, mechanism and pathogenesis, there's no specific treatment for uh, long COVID, but uh, of course you can treat the symptoms based on which you know, organ system is impacted. And there, are, there is a need for more trials, uh, both to find biomarkers that can tell if you know, somebody has this long COVID or not, uh, at the moment, there's no particular blood test to tell you whether you're suffering from long COVID. So we need more research on biomarkers. We also need more clinical trials uh, and long-term follow-up studies, especially in different populations. Like you asked the question about Indians, um, ICMR is you know, following mm -hmm. up some cohorts, other, uh, other medical colleges are doing so. We need more of that data to come out.